Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so thrilled today to be joined by Eva Noblezada to talk all about the Apple TV Plus movie, Luck. And, and I, I wanted to start by talking a little bit about your character development process for Sam. I know that, you know, Peggy Holmes is the director and, and a lot of the team beforehand did a lot of research and, and talked to people that had gone through the foster care system. And I was interested if that was something that you had an opportunity to do as well, or, or if it was really talking and connecting with Peggy and, and kind of getting elements of the conversation that she'd had and a lot of those themes of real optimism and resilience and hopefulness that she really took from that? Um, wonderful question. I actually never, I don't remember any, any major conversations that I had with Peggy about that experience. However, I did an independent movie in 2017 uh, where my character played an, an undocumented 17-year-old who tried to get into different foster care uh, uh, homes um, just for, for a matter of shelter. Um, and uh, a lot of these places, I, I visited a few of them in Austin, Texas, and um, that was very much uh, obviously a harsh reality. Um, however, you know, it's important for uh, movies to show just a, a, a real depiction and mirror image of the of what the world is and um, unfortunately the world isn't all butterflies and rainbows and, and sunshine it's you know there's a lot that um, that we need to be aware of in order to create a sense of sympathy and empathy and also hopefully a desire to change those situations for people who are um, living that kind of life so I knew that in the script Sam was so well written that there was very little for me to do in preparation. And I give credit to, to Keel, uh, the writer of, of Luck. Um, what an incredible script and what an incredible character she and her team created and that I was able to just collaborate on and I'm really grateful for them being open to that process. Yeah. And I love the fact that you're talking about the fact that it is an animated film, but it is touching upon a variety of themes like this. Did you find that because of the writing and what you were just saying about the scripts, that it was easy to find the, the tonality of your performance about how to approach some of those themes and topics and some of the more serious discussions that the film allows for in amongst the comedic sensibility and the lightheartedness of it also being an animation at the same time? Of course, yeah. Um, thankfully, you know, um, our voices are so expressive. Um, our voices are is the first thing to be affected by stress and by emotion. Um, and because it's the only thing that is being needed of me, it was actually really easy. You know, in a script where my character is sitting with her friend Hazel and she's having to leave the foster care system to live on her own, you know, that, that situation speaks for itself. So, of course, I wouldn't read those lines, um, you know, excited and, and, and sounding optimistic. You know, this is a, this is a real reality that young, um, young people face when they have nowhere to go. Um, and it's important for everybody to be made aware of, of that. Um, you know, that's just, it's just the, the, the reality of, of, of that. But, um, but yeah, it, it's also just the, the script was so easy to follow. And um, I thankfully had Peggy with me in all of my uh, sessions. So she was able to direct me and tell me kind of the context of the scene. And we were just able to, to go from there. So, um, so yeah, th thankful that Peggy was there. That's so amazing that she took the time. Yeah, you know, obviously you're mentioning recording with Pe with Peggy, the director, but it was all virtual at the same time. So you weren't getting to sit in the room together. What what did those sessions look like in terms of the, the collaborative style that the two of you found to kind of go back and forth and try different things for your character, contextualize the scenes like you were saying, and really just mm. find the essence of each moment? 
Yeah, I am. Um, thankfully, Peggy's super collaborative, and she really allowed me to kind of flex my muscles and find my own Sam on, um, as we went along. But, um, you know, actors are so used to having to be flexible. I'm, I, know, I know I speak from experience being in theater. There are times when the director will watch the show and, and then give notes but not be there for a few weeks, so you're left to kind of, like, fend for yourself and, and experiment with things, and that's just the beauty of, of acting. It's one of the beauties of live theater is that you get every night a new chance to work on something, and so... Um, I was able to, of course, use those tools for my experience into this project, and it, thankfully it, it definitely made it easier. I definitely learned a lot about energy and how to place that, um, um, and using every syllable of every word, um, it all had to have a meaning. So it was definitely a challenge, but a very one that was very worth it. I love what you were just saying about how you you were thinking so specifically about every syllable and every sound, because like you said, it is just so solely focused on your voice and the performance. Has it made you think differently about dialogue and delivery and, and tonality of, of, of the dialogue in other, other projects and other roles that you've had since? Absolutely. I think that that's the only kind of way to live your life is to be a sponge and to take things that challenge you and take lessons that you made and, and bring them on to your next uh, chapter in life. But also as a singer, you know, it's not that different from what I do if I'm in the recording studio um, or if I'm just with a microphone. You know, every word, everything that leaves your body is curated by, by both a mixture of the present me and kind of a <laughs> higher version of me. Um, that's kind of how I feel whenever I'm singing. So it wasn't too different from what I do, but because it wasn't musical, there were definitely new things that I had to tackle, but thankfully it all worked out. I mean, I also love the similarity of, of when you're in a studio, when you're recording music, that again, it's, it's delivering your voice and yet there's still just the physicality of everything that that pulls from your body. And so did you find again, that that was something that you were able to pull over into terms of finding what the physical elements of, of this character that were really useful for you to have as your performance in the recording booth, because even though we're not seeing it on screen, it does influence the way your voice sounds. Absolutely. I mean, if there was a scene that involves running, I would run a little bit and make sure that they get every part. Cause you know, you want it to sound as real as possible and, um, there were, t you know, there were so many efforts in the movie of like yelling and falling and go, ah, poof, like hitting stuff. So, you know, it definitely was a lot of weird. If someone had just recorded my body and not what I was saying, they'd be like, is she okay? Um, but it was, it was fun. Like it was such a great experience and it was, I had never done that before. So it was, um, yeah, I'm really grateful to have had done that now. Now it's in the books. I hadn't even thought about those, those small intonations and those sounds that come through. But now that you're saying that, I'm kind of like calling back a lot of those moments and scenes. Were you kind of thinking very consciously about what, what are a lot of those expressions or small noises that would come out, you know, that maybe wouldn't come out in, in a performance in a live action for the medium? Absolutely. Because, uh, and, you know, Peggy would be asking for those things and it would be in the script, you know, like Sam, Sam jumps on top of a car, like, in an animation, you're going to see her struggle to get on the car, so you need to get, you know, you need to get every part of that struggle so that you're, when you feel like you're watching animation, it's not like, you're not even thinking this is an animation, you're watching just someone get on a car. That's the beauty of, um, of animation, is like you, you forget that it's not, like, in front of you, but, you know, it is. It's, it's, I, I love how animation is both, uh, uh, it's so real, but it also is a, a total expansion of the imagination. 
And there's also that journey in animation and voiceover work of, of finding what the character's voice is, which is part of any character that you've developed, um, you know, but again, just focusing more singularly on it. How did you kind of figure out what's her intonation is going to be? How does she speak? What's the tone of her voice and delivery? I think a lot of it has to do with, with gut and what feels right. I mean, I definitely, when I read the script, it was so laid out that I was like, oh, the only way I hear this is the way that I did it. So, um, and of course, Peggy was always there. And if there was something that was a little off, she would ask me to try new things and until we got the right formula of, of delivering some of the lines. So it was, yeah, like I, get, I said, Peggy's wonderful director, what a collaborative director, which is something that I think all actors really, really um, desire. Uh, that kind of quality when they when they're working with people. Absolutely, and and in terms of making character choices for Sam as well, once you started to see some of the sketches and some of the rough animations, did that did that were there certain aspects that that really solidified in terms of the choices you'd already made, or were there any details that it kind of enhanced or evolved or changed a little bit for you? I think so. Yeah, I I don't actually remember too much of the relationship between what I was doing and what they were creating. I'm sure that that plays a big part, but I. I'm not as versed in that part of the world, but I definitely think that seeing those sketches and seeing like some quick rough animation of my character really helped me go, wow, okay, like it was just pinch me moments. I was like, okay, this is really happening. Uh, not that I ever thought it wasn't gonna happen, but uh, it's it's good to see it. It's good to, to, to make your thoughts concrete. Okay, okay, good, what I'm doing does make sense for what I'm seeing right now. And it does sound like in this project that there was a lot of space to kind of play creatively with characters and, and with oh, a lot yeah. of the voiceover in terms of having alts written into scenes, in terms of just being able to try different lines, different deliveries. Did you find that that, that was slightly reminiscent of the rehearsal period when you're in theater where it really is just, we're going to spend several weeks, we're going to play around, we're going to try different directions to really solidify choices? Um, it is so different. Actors, I would say, in my experience, it's not like we have that much freedom. Um, you have more freedom when you're creating a role from the ground up. Um, but then again, there are less people in the room in a musical creating a specific character. You know, it's really between you and the director and the choreographer and, the, and whoever, if it's a musical, like the, the music director. Here, there's a whole team of animators and there's a, a whole team of writers and there's Peggy and her team. and. There's me, so my, my, my job was really to show up, be the best vessel and be as flexible as I could be, but bring my A game every time so that they could always use what we had, what, what I gave them. And you know, each line you, you do at least three takes um, in, a, in a different way so that the editors have something to play with. So there would be times where there'd be a line, for example, that's like, oh, awesome. And in the context, you would, you know, figure out how it would be placed and then you would do it three different times and sometimes Peggy would go, great, now, just, you know, give a reaction maybe of something else that Sam would say and you would just play. So, it, yeah, it's a, just a really collaborative process and it's, it's really amazing. I'd, I really would love to do animation again if, if, if they'll have me. That's amazing. And I love how collaborative it is. And, and at the same time, you also have the, the challenging element of the fact that, you know, you're not in the room with all of your scene partners throughout the film. And particularly when you're voicing a lead character and you're interacting with so many different characters, what were the challenges that came with finding a lot of that delivery, a lot of those moments in terms of relationship development, in terms yeah. of friendships that she's creating when you don't have the person alongside you? That definitely was challenging, but again, that's thanks to Peggy Holmes. She was, her energy when reading those lines opposite me, uh, she was playing so many characters, was just spot on. And sometimes she would show me 
a picture of what the character would look like who I was speaking to, and then I get it in my head and great, great, let's go, I'm ready. Um, so Peggy kept the energy up to make sure that whatever I did, they could use in a scene, hopefully. But it's scary because, like, you do all this work and you don't know if you're going to like what you do. Um, I already knew I was going to like what Skydance was doing because they're awesome, but it's like, did I do a good enough job? Like, I don't hear anything. Like, you, you talk for four hours and you leave and you go home, and you don't see any final product until the end, like, until the movie's out. So it's definitely scary. I was a little anxious at, 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 at some point. And there's also kind of going through recording all of the voiceover dialogue and then coming back to certain scenes once the animators have been working on on things. Were there, were there particular scenes that you remember coming back to and, and was it a case of just trying different directions for things or trying different dialogue or what would the changes often be of, of what you were going back in to re-record once the animators had worked on specific scenes? Yeah, I think we were also, I think Kiel was also rewriting re re and also kind of editing as we went along. Um, so there'd be times where we would re revisit a scene and the intention would change a little bit because of something new that she wrote or something that she wrote later that would affect it. So everything was really interconnected. So as simple as like changing intention or changing a word, um, it's all very delicate and all very specific for a reason. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was easy for me. They made it super easy and enjoyable and I was super grateful to work with a team like that. And in terms of, of the world of luck in the film, your character is really the conduit for the audience of we're stepping into that world and seeing it for the first time at the same time that she is. So did you find that there were details that you wanted to know about what it was going to look like, how it all operates, or was it very much just about creating that initial response and that wonderment in, in real time for you as well, because your character hasn't been into the space. She hasn't seen these things before. Yeah, I, I, they definitely showed me some stuff. Um, they were always showing me what they what they could, which was awesome. But um, you know, it's as simple as describe. Like you know, how do I say it? It's like maybe I hadn't seen the world of luck, or I hadn't seen the scene in which she sees it for the first time. But in context, you know, being an actor, and I hope I'm good at my job, you can you can really use the context and use your imagination and just take it there um, without having to see anything. Um, so hopefully, and well, not hopefully, the movie's done. It's not like they're still working on it. But um, I think that no matter how we ended up getting the lines, and even if I didn't know exactly what the scene looked like, that they got what they needed because we had a great director, a great writer, and great, incredible editors. And in terms of, of the fact that this was the first time that, that you're doing a voiceover character for a feature film in a lead role, what were some of the initial learning curves that, that you found came with that, just either in terms of, of figuring out what it took in terms of doing voiceover, or even just some of the aspects of the process and seeing how it all worked behind the scenes in a different way? That was definitely very interesting. I didn't, I didn't know all of the different stages of animation. I, I'd never seen them before, so it was super, super interesting. Um, I'm a singer. I sing eight times a week um, on stage, and um, my job is very hard. Uh, it's it's taxing, and so being being called into a studio to speak and yell and shout for four hours, and then go to work an hour later, um, that was a very challenging thing to shift, you know, to balance because. Um, I obviously didn't want to have to call out of my job because I couldn't sing and I wanted to make sure that I was on my A game recording for luck. I didn't want them to get anything less than me than 100%. Um, and same with my other job. So 
it definitely was really tiring when I was doing double duty, but it ended up working out for the best. Um, and we made it through without a scratch. So that's good. That's really amazing. And do you, do you feel like there was, there was a difference in some of the aspects and how you approached going in and, and just with all the knowledge that you had in terms of character and the process at the end versus when you stepped into the booth for the first time on that first day? Absolutely. I, I think I, make, I stepped in on the first day quite sheepish and shy and, and nervous, which makes sense because, you know, it's a big job to do um, and you're the face of the movie and you're, I've never done it before. But like I said, Peggy and her team were just so generous and so um, supportive. It made the experience so lovely and so wonderful. So it makes me excited to do to start on another one. So. Amazing. Well, I hope you get the opportunity to do more projects like this in the future. I really, really enjoyed the film. Thank you so much, Eva. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good rest of your day.